You're listening to the Womanpreneur Podcast. Empowerment in business and life. Hi, welcome to the Womanpreneur Podcast. My name is Melissa Motes, and this is the lovely and talented Amanda McEwen. Hello, and with us, we have our very first special guest. This is Trisha Kirk. She is a fellow womanpreneur. She is a producer for the Oakland soon-to-be Las Vegas Raiders, and she's a murder enthusiast. I am. Welcome, Trisha. I am. <laughs> with that, thank you so much for having me here. I'm really honored to be on this podcast with you ladies. I've been loving it. Thank you. And really identifying with both of you and learning more about you guys. So That's awesome. Really nice. Well, thanks, yeah. for, thanks for all your support. And you've been really great on social media, giving us some, some yeah. really great feedback. And uh, we were really excited to have you as a guest. So thank you. Thank you. Woo-hoo. We're excited. Yeah. So... We and just a, a quick bit about how Trisha came to be our guest. It's kind of funny because Melissa and I both know her from different places. So our mutual friend Danette from the Nevada Film Office, she kind of she sets me up on these play dates with other producers in town. And so one day she's like, "You need to meet Trisha." And so we just emailed each other, and you know we just hit it off. We're like, Ooh, "We have a lot in common. We do a lot of the same work because we're both producers, know the same people in town." And then in that process, I found out that she knows you. Yes, ma'am. So how does she know you? Well, we met through the voice actor studio. Yeah. And was that like a couple of years ago? It was a couple of years ago. Yeah. yeah you took yeah. one of the, like the, the four-week course or something mm-hmm. for voice I acting. Did, I did an intro class that you taught. So yes. that's when I met you. And I just thought, this is so cool. And she is so cool. And Aww. I'm glad I did this living social thing on a whim. Oh. <laughs> that's so awesome. Well, and now I'm doing ongoings when I can. So hopefully, hopefully get in here more. And, that's so know. great. Well, I was really happy when you started coming to the classes. And I, what I love is I, I make so many new friends and I meet so many cool people through the studio and you're one of them. So it's really neat that we were both like major Trisha fans just coming from totally different vantage points. And, and she said, what do you think about having Trisha on as a guest? And I was like, yeah, I love that idea. And here you are. Here I am. And now so we get great. to turn awesome everything to around on you. Oh, gosh. Okay. Yeah. So we, we are going to be talking about confidence today. But let's let our viewers and listeners get to know a little bit about you. Now you, to me, have a very fascinating background. So um, right now you're working with the Raiders. You're producing a docu-series. Yes. Um, how did your How did your path get you to that? Oh because that sounds pretty amazing. It's yeah. been a long and winding road, actually. <laughs> but but isn't that there's the, the little drawing that says how you think life should be that kind of goes like this or that? Have Melissa, you guys talked about that? No, Melissa has mentioned this a couple times. So it's I, a great it, drawing. Really, I love when I see it. And then the the real path is is sort of this and down and squiggly and that's just how life is um so gosh where to start i have a journalism background originally i did uh print journalism from high school up into college broadcast journalism and then reality tv became a thing (laughs) and i was living in la at the time going to ucla and uh, i started producing uh reality tv and the way i came to do that is kind of a funny story we can come back to you later but um, I thought, oh, you know, it's, it's nonfiction. It's this, this booming business. Maybe I should get into that. And journalism, if you know anything about journalism markets, if you're working in the L.A. market and you're a newbie, a lot of people have to move away to a smaller market, kind of make your name, come back to a bigger market. But I don't want to leave L.A. because mm-hmm. <laughs> I loved the energy there. I wanted to be there. 
So I thought, what else can I do that's sort of in the in that vein? And uh, getting into reality and documentary television has given me so many amazing life experiences and tested me in so many ways I never thought it would because it's real people and real yeah. situations. And yeah, there's a, a lot of scripted stuff out there and things have changed a lot, but a lot of the stuff I've worked on has been really, really real and raw. I worked on Intervention for a number of years oh, wow. and a bunch of other shows. Um, so I've done that. I, I moved out to Las Vegas and uh, was approached about a full-time position to make a documentary series about the history of the Raiders. They're celebrating 60 years of football this yeah. year, which is crazy to me <laughs> to think yeah, about all that. And, and, but it's, it's, it's the same thing. I find that whatever I'm doing in life, it's, it's about the people. Yeah. I'm, I, it's not really about football for me. It's about these, uh, these former players and these alumni and these coaches that have worked on the team and what their lives have been like because of mm -hmm. the Raiders their and stories. Yeah. And that's what I love. I think yeah. I just love people. Yeah. yeah. Hey, <laughs> I think you, you know? do too. Yeah. That's it's probably it's why the three of us get along so yeah. well. Yeah. We all have those similar ideas that we're drawn to stories and, yeah. and the, the, the humanity behind something. Yeah. Humanity and the psychology behind things mm -hmm. is so fascinating to me. Um, I don't say I'm always analyzing people or situations, but I've been through enough things to kind of spot some things here and there or, or see why this event in a person's life may have led to this. I, I don't know. I just, I find it's a lot it to learn really, from other people. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. It's really interesting. And, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been, a, an emotional journey as a television producer, a challenging <laughs> journey. It's been a lot of things and I'm really grateful for it. So, so awesome. Yeah. Wow. So <laughs> when you were a little girl, was one of your big dreams to, to become a producer? Was um, that something that you I don't, thought you would do? I don't think I even knew what that was. I think... Um, I think most people don't know what that I, is. It's like it's been yeah, my job I, I, for all this time. I'm pretty and, sure my parents have heard what I do a number of times and, and still don't really know, but they're proud of me nonetheless, and that's great. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but the job of a producer is so, as you know, multifaceted. It's, it's hard mm -hmm. to kind of say, I do this and explain it to people. But... Um, yeah, I think when I was little, I had aspirations to be a journalist, absolutely, yeah. because because of my interest in people. It was always human interest stories yeah. I wanted to do. And um, as part of an internship, when I was just out of college, I, I worked for the Washington Times in D.C., mm -hmm. and I was actually able to write published articles for the business section. Mm -hmm. And when I got that assignment, I thought, oh, I'm an intern. I can't really pick and choose what I'm doing. But I found that the assignments I got it was still all about the people. Like, yeah. oh, interview this this gentleman that's celebrating 50 years of opening a small bank branch. Go do it. It's not about the bank. It's about the guy. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I just, I don't know. I find that in everything I do. And I just, I think that's great. That's what life is. It's really cool. Life is all about the people. Yeah. It really is. Love they them or really, hate them. Yeah, right? <laughs> they, they all, yeah. There's a lot to learn from other people mm -hmm. for sure. Well, I know we were talking about today's topic being about confidence. Yep. That's How do right. you feel confidence comes into play in your day-to-day uh, -day with with all that you're involved in with, with being a producer and all the stories you're telling and people you're interviewing yeah. and approaching and Yeah, it's it it definitely comes into play. And I think that um I've been thinking about this a little bit and something I've realized is it's not Confidence isn't really a constant state of being in my mind. It's not like, oh, she's a confident person. Oh, mm -hmm. he's a confident person. 
It's ebbing and flowing all the time based on what's going on in your life, who you're dealing with, what you're dealing with, um, whatever. And so, but that's okay. You don't Mm -hmm. have to feel like, oh, I'm feeling less confident today. So I'm, I'm not a confident person or I'm losing my edge or whatever you hear people say. It's just, it's just not true. It's just something you can either work on if that's something you want to do or, or not, but it's, it's definitely an ebb and flow thing. Mm And um, one of the most interesting challenges of my career, because I'm kind of a shy person inside and I'm constantly worried about saying the wrong thing or offending someone, it's getting better as I, as I age and I'm like, oh, whatever, it'll be fine. But when I first started in, uh, in reality TV, especially journalism was a little easier because I wasn't on, on camera as much and I wasn't, I wasn't dealing with such intense topics for that. But um, for intervention in particular, uh, it's hard to sit someone down in front of you and ask them about uh, the hardest things about their lives and mm-hmm. their their addictions, their compulsions, uh, their family members' issues, abuse that may have happened, all these kinds of things. And I would get so nervous before interviews. I would just want to vomit. <laughs> just so ner- so nervous. And I just I felt like I don't have the confidence to do this job. I'm gonna I'm gonna offend them. They're gonna walk away. I'm not gonna ask the right questions. I'm not gonna get what I need from my job. <laughs> I'm gonna mess it up completely. And I remember I had a mentor. Uh, she's still a mentor mine and she said listen that's normal I still get nervous before interviews and that means you care and mm-hmm. <laughs> you're doing a good job if you're feeling like that if you're sitting down going oh, okay whatever what do you got to tell me okay done next then it's over for you yeah and I learned in just sitting with people and focusing on the person and not so much the camera or the lights or what we're all doing here and just focused on sort of beaming care at them because I did mm-hmm. care, yeah. I had more confidence yeah. because they would respond to me knowing that I cared, Yeah, you know? And I've had so many people come up to me afterwards and say things like, you know, I'm glad it was you doing this mm-hmm. or uh, thank you for the, the polite way you asked me about these things or wow, I never thought I could talk about that or oh, I never thought about it that way, but but you did and now I have that thought, thank you. All those things give you confidence because you feel like slowly but surely you're just being a good person, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So, wow, I sound like I'm really talking myself up here. I you like are. It. <laughs> but That's you why you're sitting in the middle. Yeah, we put you in the middle so that we could surround you with our, you know, our love and our confidence and our support. But she's cute. I just needed some more distance from Melissa. She because she keeps trying to make me high five and she keeps hugging me. And she so I'm like, like let's goodness. put somebody else in between you us know now. What? I'm good at loving. I'm good at loving people. That's like one of my you're specialties. Thank you. You are. But sometimes Amanda's like, I don't need any more love today. Don't high five me. No, I don't want a hug. (laughs) She does. She really does. I know. It's It's, fine. But you know know that and it's fine. It is fine. It's why why we work. We torture each other in the ways that we can. And now you're here to be tortured with us. I love it. it. Torture away. I love putting you in the middle. Having to talk about myself and my accomplishments is is torture enough. (laughs) It's really fun though. It it is. It's fun to reflect. It's kind of fun to look back and think about where things started and, you know, um, you know, where, where it's led and, you know, where you're headed. So what are, what are some things that are on your mind that, you know, are dreams, big, big dreams, big goals, things, passion Mm. projects, you know, things that, that Trisha thinks about? Well, since we're sitting in the space, (laughs) I definitely want to pursue voice acting more. I've been doing that slowly, but surely. And, 
and I won't make excuses, but there's been some things the past couple years of my life where life has just happened and I haven't been able to pursue my dream the way that I would like to. And I'm starting to get more to a place where I can do that. And I just turned 40 a month ago and I'm like, you know what? Thank you. You know what? I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Fabulous 40. I'm doing it, whatever happens at the end. And uh, so that's been on my mind lately. And it's not so much, uh, I remember telling one of the other coaches this, it's not about making money. Yeah. And I think that's why I like it so much because I don't feel like, oh, I don't have a paycheck right now. I have to pursue this freelance gig Mm because that used to be my life before I started working for the Raiders. But there was a lot of freelance work and chasing and doing the gig life, you know, you know what that's like. So um, then you get caught up in in the necessity of it. And I feel like this is more just fun and expression and a way to work on my confidence, whether it turns out good or not. It's just, you know. Get out there. I think that's great. Um, A lot of people who do come to the voice actor studio, they are really money motivated and it's about the money and a revenue stream and they come at voice acting because they want to make money, money, money. Mm -hmm. And I think you've got to really love it and I think you've got to really be passionate about it because we audition all day and we do that for free, right? We We don't get paid to audition. That's like such a big part of our life. But I think that when you are doing something and you really love what you're doing, the money will come, mm-hmm. you know? And I think it kind of really rings through in, in your performances and, and your passion mm-hmm. when you're doing it for the right reasons. And I think it's coming from a place of happiness and of, of pure love and pure, um, I don't know, just not the money motivation. And I'm glad to hear you say that because the money yeah. will, will show up, yeah. you know, for you um, if, if that's, you know, where you're at. Sorry. Oh, I, th- I think that's where the confidence comes in because mm-hmm. money yeah. does not give you confidence. Like no. you might feel better about yourself if you can buy some nicer things, but really I think it comes to when you're doing what you love. Yeah. And that was the thing Like you were doing articles or telling stories about real people. It didn't matter if that was just a story that you were handed, you connected to it and then that mm-hmm. built the confidence. Mm-hmm. But if you're just chasing after a story because it's going to pay you money, then you get you get the money, but you know what does that really bring you? Yeah, I don't know that that really relates to confidence. I think that's something that people look at a lot. Like, oh, if I just had more money, then I would feel better about I myself. Think you're right. But yeah, you can't buy. Like, confidence isn't because it's a feeling. It's not something that you can just purchase, or everybody would just go to the confidence store and be like, oh, hey, I'm great now. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I would say. Uh, Money brings me a peace of mind that's mm-hmm. important to me that allows me sure. to, and anyone, to focus on you know, money for incidentals, you worry less, that yes. sort of thing. But for me, that's kind of where it ends. It's it's the things I do in life are, once that's taken care of, it's like, okay, now what do I really want to do? Mm-hmm. What am I enjoying and connecting with? Yeah. Um, and you're growing and yeah. you're challenging yourself. You're building a whole mm-hmm. new skill set. And it's a skill that you can, you know, bring into other things that you're working on and you're doing. And I think it's great. Yeah. Glad, I like having you in the class. Yay. It's super fun. Thank you. It is fun. It's it's terrifying. I'll be real honest with everyone out there. It's kind of terrifying for me to be in this booth. No one can see, but and to be in the fishbowl, as they say, mm-hmm. and be acting. I, I don't know. There was there is a lot of thought as a kid. I think every kid has this like grew up watching all the wonderful classics of the 80s mm-hmm. and just bonding with those people and I had Stand By Me on the other night and I was feeling oh. so nostalgic. Oh. Somebody else with the 80s references. Oh absolutely. <laughs> all day. Um, but I remember thinking oh could I, be an, could I be an actor? Could I do that? And I was just like no, no. Terrible stage fright. 
horrible. I think, I think <laughs> one more step towards hell from, from acting in terms of fear for me would be being like a stand-up comic or something uh, like so scary. Uh, so I don't even know, like taking the intro class to come here, if I could even do it. And I feel like it's fine. Like this is a great environment. People are supportive. Yeah. I go embarrass myself and I laugh it off and it's okay. And maybe that comes with age too. Mm -hmm. Just being like, yeah, it's part of it, you know? Well, that's one thing Amanda and I talk about is not taking ourselves too seriously, yes. you know? <laughs> and I think that's also a part of confidence, you mm -hmm. know, is not to overthink, not to be a critic. And it's hard to be uh, in a confident headspace when you're in a, a, a headspace of being a self-critic. You know, mm -hmm. there's not room. I always say to students, and I'm sure I've said it in your presence, there's not room in our, our voice booth for a critic and a creative at the same time, right. you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that kind of comes back to just life. There's not room at the same time to, to be confident and to be a critic, mm -hmm. you know? It's like you've got to tell one of them to be quiet. And I think- the, <laughs> To shut it for yeah, the day. Yeah, <laughs> shut it, critic, get out of here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I heard, I mentioned this on our, our last episode too, but it was just a really good podcast that I listened to with, uh, he's a psychologist psychologist named uh, Michael Gervais. And he said that when it comes to confidence, what it ultimately comes down to is the story you tell yourself. Mm. And that really simplified it in my mind. It's like, well, because that is it. It's confidence is I believe that I can do this. I feel that, you know, I can handle it, or I'm at least going to put myself out there and try. And if I don't do well at it, I'm going to laugh at myself and make it into, you know what, it's okay. At least I put myself out there, but that is, I think what it is, it's that inner, it's our inner dialogue. We talk about that actually a lot on this podcast, but it has so much to do. Like, what are we telling ourselves? Like, yeah. I don't think that I can do everything, but I know that I'm going to try my best. I'm going to do everything that I can do to be the best that I can be. And I think that's where my confidence stems from. It's I figure things out. Mm -hmm. I might not know how to do it right now, but I'll accept the challenge and I'll figure out how to do it. And then I'm growing in the process. Absolutely. For me, confidence has a lot to do with trusting yourself. And I always say, I trust me. And I say that in all things because it's about judgment too, mm -hmm. you know, and it's, um, I'll, I'll scare myself. I'll definitely step outside my comfort zone, but I definitely feel like in most situations I go, hmm, all right, I trust my judgment. I trust where I stand with this. I trust the way that I, I treat people, the way I interact with people, my gut. And um, I think that there are times where I feel more confident. I think there are times where I feel less confident. You said about the ebb and flow. Mm -hmm. And I think that's super honest because I don't think we're all equally confident mm -hmm. in all situations, no. right? I mean, <laughs> you can walk into a room of people, you know, meeting people you don't know. You're the only person in there that's the the, the odd man out or whatever, the person who doesn't know everybody. Um, and I, I know for me, I'm, I get anxious in situations mm -hmm. like that, but it's interesting how sometimes you might not feel confident on the inside, but you may appear confident to others. Mm -hmm. That was that was something that was really interesting for, for me about our podcast. Mm -hmm. So the first three, four, five episodes we shot, we both felt so awkward and so uncomfortable. And we were we were not feeling 
full-on confident. We trusted ourselves. (laughs) We trusted ourselves to do this. The conversation that we had in our heads was, we can do this. Mm -hmm. I know we can do this. You said, I know we can do this. We went for it. We're still going for it. But other people were like, I can't believe you said that you felt awkward. You didn't seem awkward at all. those people. You didn't seem awkward at all. (laughs) Did you want to high five on that, Trisha? I'll do it. I'll be the buffer for you. Thank you, Trisha. We must have a guest now every time. Thank you for saying that. It's true. It's true. I mean, and and what you're saying is true because people tell me that all the time. Like, I've, I've had people somebody I interviewed or somebody I worked with years ago, like asked me for a recommendation or something. And, oh, I always admired how calm you were on set, even when everything was falling apart at the seams and everything was going to be canceled and someone ran away from the show. You had it all together. And I'm like, I remember that. And I so didn't. Like, wow, how did I seem so calm and confident on the outside? And so, yeah, that's a really interesting thing that happens. And afterwards I'm like oh well that's like a neat magic trick that uh-huh. I can do I guess I don't know and then knowing that you have that magic trick though you're able right. to kind of sit up a little it's a super I'm skill like, yeah oh, I'm a little more confident now because I have superpowers yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it is kind of an interesting thing to find out what your superpowers are yeah as far <laughs> as other people's observations about you mm-hmm. or people telling you what they think some of your, you know, super skills. So that's one yeah. to know about being calm and seeming so calm on the outside. Yeah. But um, that's super one of the, interesting to me. Yeah. Like number one skill that you have to have as a producer because the biggest part of it is really anticipating what might happen, yeah. not knowing and being able to react very quickly and very productively and put out fires. It's a lot of putting yeah. out fires because you know, sometimes the sun is going down and you need to get a shot and there you can't wait until tomorrow. You only have talent for that one day. Right. And so it's, okay, well, this thing is not working. I got to go fix it now. And doing it without letting the whole crew freak out. Like you have to be right. that calm head that prevails and then saves the day in a sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes saving the day when people didn't even know it needed saving. And that is, <laughs> that is a big part of it because we're the behind the scenes people. If, if we do our jobs, you don't know there was ever a problem. Right. And so then we go home at the end of the day, <sighs> yeah. just like let everything go. Nobody tends to know everything that we had to go through to get that lovely results at the end. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a whole team of people that gets the result at the end. It's not just us, but you know, there is a lot to that. Carry a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I think that kind of helps, or at least it's helped me in the confidence world is just, you know, knowing that I'm good at my job and being able to say that and not boasting about it, but just saying, I know that I am good at this. Mm-hmm. It helps a lot. And then that, I think, it comes across in the way that I carry myself on a set or just in life in general when I feel good about my capabilities. And that comes back to that inner story. That's what I'm telling myself in my head is I know that I can do this. I'm not going to let myself down. Mm -hmm. And by doing that, I think that is what's perceived as the confidence yeah. Um, you and I have talked before in our, our last coffee date, we, you know, we just talked, there's a word that's been used and I get it sometimes and it confuses me and you've gotten it, mm-hmm. but people have told us that we're intimidating. And I don't understand that because I think I'm very 
approachable as long as I'm smiling. I know I have one of those faces that if I'm not emoting that I just look <laughs> angry or I look sad. But, you know, for the most part, I, I think I'm pretty easy to talk to. But I hear, I've heard it from so many, and I've started asking people, I'm like, why do you think that? And the common answer is like, well, you just have your stuff together. That's the, well, the answer I get and too. Like, or sometimes people will say, oh, this person was intimidated by you. And I'll say, well, why? Like she and I didn't even, it's often a woman. We can is. talk about that too. But it is. she and I didn't even speak at that party or whatever. Oh, because because you, you've won awards and, and you've been producing mm-hmm. so long and you have your stuff together and you make money. And I'm just like, so what? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I'm a goofy weirdo. Like, we could all be friends. Like, yeah, it's just yeah. so strange. It's strange to it's, me. And yeah. you don't even get a chance. It comes into that psychology that I'm interested in. It's like, now I don't even get the chance to know that person right. because they don't think... And, it, you know, we were talking about comparison trap in our last episode, but, you know, to me, it just, it kind of makes me sad. It's like, A, I'm not going to apologize for having my stuff together because right. I'm, I'm very proud of that. But I don't put, I don't think that makes me any better or any worse than somebody else. It's not, it's not about that. Like, this is just who I am and how I carry myself. But, you know, I can talk to anybody and I want to talk to everybody because I want to get to know, you know, that, that inner what drives you? I, I love I love just sitting over here and watching you and hearing you say, I'm really good at what I do. And I think that's a beautiful mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And I think that there's so much power in that and that all of us should be confident enough and um, feel good in our skin and feel good in our, you know, our lives and whatever we're doing to say the stuff that we're good at, to be able to say out loud, mm-hmm. I'm I'm good at that. You know, yeah. like I think I'm a good voice actor and I feel like I'm always getting better and I feel like Mm -hmm. I'm always getting um, stronger and building more skills. I always say I remain a humble student of my craft, always. Um, And I feel like I I remain a humble student of life. life. (laughs) There's always so much to learn, but isn't it a beautiful thing just to be able Mm -hmm. to say, I feel like I'm really great at this, you know, or I'm good at my job Mm -hmm. or I can say I'm good at loving people. Yes, you're a great friend. Thank you. You're You're a great friend too. Well, thanks. You're a great friend too, Trish. Let's have a little, hey, I And I think, you know, again, like when you're confident, then you support other people instead of putting them down. Oh, good point. And that is a thing we were talking about, the intimidation. And a lot of times, unfortunately, it does come from other women and it's there, there's that comparison or just that instead of supporting each other, it becomes this thing and they want to pull you down to what yeah. they think is even levels. But it's like, well, if you think that, you know, the levels are different, how about like, let's lift somebody up so then we're all in the, the better playing field. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. I've experienced a lot of that over the years and, and then some from men, I've clashed yeah. with a couple people in, in sort of that vein, but strangely, I, for a long time, people would say, well, what kind of people do you like to work for? And I would say, I like to work with men. I don't like to have a female boss because Mm -hmm. there was a long time in my life. And a lot of it's probably perceived not knowing that person's inner stories and struggles, but I just felt like I'd get put down a lot. And it was always in a way that wouldn't benefit a production. It was kind of just like, Oh, Trisha had an idea. I feel like I should have had, so I'm gonna discount that. It mm. felt like, and I'm simplifying, but it would sure. feel that way. And I always subscribe to the thing where if you're if you're a boss, if you're an executive producer, you're running a show or whatever it may be translates to in regular life. 
you should always hire people better than you. Always. People that I'm using air quotes for those that can't see me. <laughs> better meaning people that know things you don't know. People that know how to do something, uh, who are more experienced at something than you. Form a team and support each other. And I just, I had so much resistance to that. That hasn't really happened to me in a long while. But like in my 20s, I felt like that was happening a lot. And it just kind of sucked. Yeah, and the, the production industry is predominantly male. At least it was back then. Yeah, and I like I never worked with another woman until actually very recently. Like my entire, you know, all the production companies that I worked at, I was always the only female. Or there might be one sort of on the corporate side who didn't wasn't involved in the day to day. Right. But I only worked with men, and I was grateful for that because I felt that the, the drama wasn't there, the, the cattiness Just felt wasn't more there. More simple. We're yeah. doing a job. You're doing a job. Great. You did a good job. Next job. Mm -hmm. It just it felt more like that instead of oh I have to be careful how I phrase something or whatever, and like I saw I saw a tweet or something a while ago that said um, sort of like you know there's a special place for women who don't support other women like that's mm -hmm. a negative thing. We yeah. need to be supporting each other. We have enough stuff we go through. Men do too. I'm not right. discounting any of that, but. As women, why don't we support each yeah. other more? And I think that builds <clears throat> confidence too. Mm -hmm. you Absolutely. Know? We were talking in our last episode about the comparison trap and how a lot of times we think things about other people and instead of just thinking it um, or putting it a negative spin on your mind in your mind, uh, turning that into an opportunity to share a compliment and to mm -hmm. acknowledge someone. Like if you're thinking, like I said, you know, if you're thinking somebody has amazing skin or they're so gifted or they have a beautiful voice or they're uh, so amazing at what they do, say it, you mm -hmm. know, tell them. And um, I think that when you have that, that's a lot of power. You know, our words have so much power. And when we share that with someone else, um, it feels good to share it with them it's, it's great for them to receive it, but then that might inspire them to be able to learn how to flex that muscle a little bit and to be able to say it to someone else, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and we were also talking about complimenting and then people discounting because they're uncomfortable. Sure. You know, when, I do that. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all do, it, you know, but it's learning how to say thank you. Mm -hmm. but, um, but it's interesting when people feel threatened by other people and it's like why why is that I guess it comes out of our own insecurities mm -hmm. you know we think that that person um, you know has something we don't have or you know is is more talented or more experienced or you know I, I don't know I, I mean what, what do you think I, you just triggered something in me because yeah, I, I saw I, you I know you, you saw the light bulb yeah go I off. did but that that has happened to me a lot where because people maybe perceive me as confident and having it all together. They just think I don't need anything. Like I, ha yeah. I have an uncle, you know, and he told me once, he's just like, you know, I don't really stay in touch. It's because I, I know you don't, you know, you've yeah. got it together. And I was like, well, that's that good. But, you know, but maybe I, I want to be in touch or, you know, and, and I do, I have people are like, well, you know, we just know that you're fine. So we just, we don't really worry. And it's like, well, you don't need to worry about me, but can I right. still be in your life? Can I, I mean, can we still talk? Does, does it have to be, you know, it's almost like it becomes a negative yeah. to be put together. Mm -hmm. I had men tell me that it's scary mm -hmm. that then that's that they've used that word intimidating for that too. And I'm like, but, but, and, and I've asked people to explain this to me. I'm like, how am I, me, like, how am I possibly scary? Like, I'm so nice that I, I treat everybody really well. I'm like, yeah, but you just, you don't really need anything. And, you know, we, we don't know what to do with that. 
Like, yeah. Because well, you don't need saving. Right. Yeah. You don't need rescuing. You don't need yeah. saving. It's like, so they're maybe not sure how to engage you. Like, right. what do we do with you? And I always you say, you know, other you... than just, hi. Yeah. <laughs> and I always say, like, hey, if you want to move that heavy thing for me, yeah. you go ahead. Like, when I was younger. You do have an elliptical that needs to be moved. I do. Oh, Somebody needs to so take that. Call your opportunity. Like, yeah. <laughs> when I was younger, I was very, I'm still very stubborn. I shouldn't say that that's gone away. But back then, when I felt I had to prove myself, that was the thing. Like, I would carry everything, I would move everything. And, you know, I think a lot of this does come with age. I just, like, I've already proven it now. Now I can let back. You know, but even still on set, I have some people that are like, you don't need to move the gear. I'm like, but I'm just standing here. Like, let me help. I can move a light. I can, because I'm one of those people that if I'm on set or if I'm at a job, even if I don't have anything to do in that moment, I'm not going to just sit around and watch mm -hmm. other people work. But it's still people, a team. It's a team effort going yeah. on. A shoot is, yeah, I'm the same way. Mm -hmm. I'm always trying to pick up stuff and then you'll get those, those. DPs that are like, don't touch my gear. I'm right. like, fine, and that's, that's fine. I don't need to help. I'll pick up the sandbags. That's right. Okay. And that's usually what but it is. But you feel like you want to help because yeah. you're invested in what you're doing. Exactly. Yeah. 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 But I think what you said a moment ago has a lot to do with, uh, you mentioned particularly like, like guys, like in a dating scenario. Mm -hmm. I think that, and I've run into this a little bit too in the past, is it has to do with their confidence level. Yep. They feel like you're confident. You have everything. You have everything put together. They feel like, I don't have anything to offer this person, right. maybe, or I don't know, there's probably yeah. a better way to describe that. But I think that has a lot to do with them. And that's, that's something in life that's hard for people to connect on sometimes because we don't know the confidence mm -hmm. level of another person until we get to know them. And we don't know what they're dealing with or what their story is. We only know ourselves. Mm -hmm. So I, I always think that, and this is what I tell people, it's, you know, yeah, you're right. I, I don't need anything from you. But so if you are in my life, it's because I'm choosing to have you there. Like, I think that should be a confidence booster. Like, right. you two, you yeah. know, I, I don't have a ton of female friends, but I love both of you. And it's like, so to me, it's like, well, you know, I'm, I'm choosing to let you in my life. So yeah, that's, that should absolutely. reflect positively. But And I think confidence um, breeds confidence. It's mm -hmm. like one of those things where um, if, if you're a confident person, I think you tend to be around other people that have that same vibration of, you know, they carry themselves a certain way, they have their, their act together, they feel good in their own skin. And again, not to say that we have it, we feel that way every second of every mm -hmm. day and whatever, but um, you know, and, and if you're not a confident person, I think too, take a look at your tribe, right? Mm -hmm. um, are you not confident because of the kind of people that you're spending your time with or mm -hmm. the people you're engaging or if it's, it comes down to work like um, if you're not feeling like you're able to really uh, find your footing and your confidence in your work scenario it does it have to do with you know the the environment you're working in you know uh, I mean I know confidence comes from within but to build confidence I think having people who you know are around you that are helping you mm -hmm. you know uh, find your confidence, you know, mm -hmm. enhance your confidence right. is important. Yeah. So it helps part of it. So, you know, we all have those days and it's like we get up and then we look in the mirror and it's like, oh, you know, it's like, oh, my skin is bad today or this clothing doesn't fit me right or just, I'm just not feeling it or for something. I, we all as humans have those days. Yeah. 
I don't regularly. There's, there's not there's <laughs> not some magical solution that says this is how you are confident. But like you said with the ebbs and the flows, it's kind of that it's nice then if you're having one of those days and then you come across somebody like Melissa and she says something great and maybe it's like, you know, you think that your clothes look weird or something and she's like, Oh, I really love your outfit and then it's like, Oh, okay. And you can you it, the redirect can happen so quickly if, if you let it. Yeah. But it's hard. It's really hard. I don't want to sit it's here hard. and say, oh, it's so easy to be confident. You should just do it. No, and flipping it's, that switch is it's not it's always tough. easy. But I think part of what I've learned just, again, in aging, I don't know, maybe this is being 40 and reflecting on things. I don't <laughs> oh, know. But good. I try to do that with every birthday. But I feel like just in the past year or so, just learning more about myself is that you're choosing every day the components of your life and the environment you're in and the people you spend time around and, and what you do with your money and just every little thing that you do. And those are all maybe subconscious sometimes choices that we make, but they all add up to our support network. And I think that affects our confidence levels as well. Yeah. So it's kind of like environment plus within and mm -hmm. I don't know, but if you make those good choices for yourself and, and you cut out negative things and you build up the positive things in your life and you're always seeking to grow, gosh, this sounds like a no, but oh, this is exactly this is why you're together. here. A meditation no, or something, but, but, but they if you all, do they all that, work together, yeah. all of those components work together. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're absolutely right. It's like one, they all hold hands, you know, yep. and it's one of those things where if something is out of sync or something is out of whack, I think it's like that course correction, right? It's like reassessing and course correcting until you start to find by the time you're 40, right? And I'm, I'm, I'm now how old am I? 42. Oh my gosh. You After I got 42. To, girl, I am. I'm working on my eye cream. Thank you. It's working. Thank you. There's some confidence boosting so going on right now. Yeah, see? Right? That's nice. No, but honestly, I think by the time you get to a certain age, in, you know, you, you can, you've had enough life experiences. Mm -hmm. You've had enough times where maybe you, your lack of confidence has gotten the better of you. And I've had times where I've thought to myself, I'm never ever gonna let that happen again. You know, or I'm never gonna let my, I'm never gonna psych myself out like that again. You know, maybe there have been times where I wasn't as prepared as I should have been. And then mm -hmm. I put myself in a position where I just felt like I failed and uh, I felt really exposed and, and, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, but I learned from it. So going into it again, you know, uh, that situation again, I felt so much more confident and so much more prepared because I knew what I needed to do to, mm -hmm. you know, to, to put myself in a better headspace and to, to be proud of what I did. Um, but I think just life experience, time, yeah. you know, tri so trial and error, right? I mean, yeah. it's like from well, friendships to jobs to, you know. And something you said about producing made me think about this experience thought as well, is that maybe, uh, this is definitely true for me, it might be true for you, but might be a little more confident in your job because you've kind of seen a lot. And you're yes. like, mm, I've seen this situation before. I've had people not show up before. I've had talent go insane on me before. Mm -hmm. I've had the sunset a little earlier than everyone thought because we lost track of time. Whatever it is, you've kind of seen it all. You can anticipate it better or just deal with it or laugh yeah. it off or whatever. And sometimes you realize some of those negative experiences like, Oh my gosh, I had a time on one of my very first shoots uh, with a, a mentor of mine that I respected so much. I was filming, he was teaching me how to film and I fell with the camera and I was mortified and I swear I thought about it almost every day for a year about how embarrassing that was. And now I just laugh because mm -hmm. I just didn't 
I didn't know what I was doing and he didn't care. And it's mm-hmm. just, I don't know, experience can help you build confidence because you've seen something before, you know how to deal with it. And even if you don't know how to deal with it, you know, it's probably something you can laugh at later. Right. It doesn't discount big tragedies or anything like right. that, but, but for think, most things in life, mm-hmm. yeah. Attitude. And I yeah. think that's a big part of everything. It's how you treat the situation. We right. make fun of ourselves on this show all the time. <laughs> and I yeah. had a friend of mine just the other day, she said, you know, that's, I think my favorite part of what I've heard so far is she's like, you talk about being awkward or being weird or quirky or whatever it is. She's like, you don't apologize for it. Yeah. I said, I can't. And that's what, you know, I, maybe it does come from age. And that's why I think it's funny that people are so scared to get older because like I was born old. I mean, I, I've been old <laughs> my entire life. I feel like people my age are finally catching up to me. Yeah. I was just telling my friend this the other day, but it's, you know, it, it just gets easier because like I've made it through a hundred percent of the things that I've done in my life. Right. We all have. Mm-hmm. That's, yep. we, we get through the hard times, you know, it's that, you know, making it's about how we react to situations and we use them as opportunities to learn and to grow Mm -hmm. and with that you know comes more confidence attitude mindset um and just you know i think life's supposed to be fun yeah Yeah. and it's in every situation you know and i think too sometimes if you're not feeling confident uh that that could be something to think about in the moment is like okay, why am I taking this situation so seriously? Mm-hmm. You know, no one's going to die, you know, hopefully <laughs> right. in that moment. But, um, you know, like there have been times where I've, I've said to myself, why are my hands sweaty? Why is my heart beating fast? Why am I freaking out? And I have to like check mm-hmm. myself, you know? And then it's literally like you, you can assess and then you, and then laugh about yeah. it and mm-hmm. just say, this is so ridiculous. I'm going to look back at this and be like, why was I so nervous? Or why was mm-hmm. I doubting myself or doubting my abilities or doubting just because I think that the, obviously the, the opposite of confidence. Well, let's talk about some of those. It's insecurity. Mm-hmm. It's self-doubt. It's that, that negative internal dialogue. Mm-hmm. And it's just having, I think, the power in the moment to flip the script and, and say, nope, not doing that. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know? I'm really clumsy. It's just a thing that I've been my I'm entire too, life. Girl. I trip I over things. It. Maybe it's having long legs. Like there, we're just we're further up in these and weird so... places that I don't even. I'm just like, what? It's like my my grandpa always tells me one of his favorite stories from when I was a kid. Like I just, he said that I was just running through the yard and I tripped over a hose and I fell and I got up and he said, "Are you okay?" And I said, "No." And then I kept running and I just Ugh. went back to what I was doing. Honesty. And that is just how I've been. But no, you know, yeah. as, as I get, you know, I I remain. I think what it is is I think a lot. I'm always in my head. So if I'm walking, I'm just not paying attention. But be, I, I don't make apologies for that. And it's all if I trip over something and fall, the first thing I do is look to see if somebody saw it. Not because I'm embarrassed, but I think it's a wasteful fall if nobody witnessed it. Because if somebody <laughs> saw it and laughed, Love it. then at least like maybe I brought somebody joy that day. But Comedy if nobody happens. sees it, yeah. it's like man, that was a good fall and nobody saw it. But it's it's like flipping that. the script that way and being like, you know, none mm-hmm. of us are perfect. We don't, none of us really have it all together. I say in air quotes also. Yeah. yeah. It's just how we, we choose to put ourselves out there in the world and what we tell ourselves inside. Yeah. yeah. And I choose to, I, I think I find a, a little more confidence now that I'm thinking about the fact that I do this. But again, the older I get, starting to have the theme, 
I choose to be more vulnerable with people. Mm. So I, um, everyone I work with knows uh, when I've had a bad day because either they already know about it before an interaction happens or I apologize about it later and tell them what's going on. Yeah. I mean, there are boundaries to that, of course. Just keeping but, it real. Yeah, or like if I haven't had my coffee yet, I might just be like, listen, I haven't had my coffee yet and I'm really irritated about this thing that's happening. Maybe we should talk in half an hour. And mm-hmm. I laugh it off because yeah. I'm just kind of a bee before my coffee. <laughs> and everyone knows that and they go, you're right you're in a terrible mood let's talk later and it's funny yeah and that helps me build confidence because I don't then walk away feeling like I pretended to be confident or I tried to control Mm -hmm. the situation or that I was actually productive when I was angry and I feel like that person knows me a little bit better now so I don't know maybe there's something to that being honest you know being honest with yourself being honest with the people that you're working with and interacting with I think really people appreciate that. And I think people are oftentimes really surprised by that. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. you can just really say exactly how you feel or exactly what's going on. And like you said, to a certain degree, and it's like, you know, there are certain filters that we work with in certain situations. And, you know, you might hold back some of the information if it's dealing with people you're working with or whatever. Um, but I think being able to be vulnerable is a really beautiful thing. Yeah. And, um, and you can be vulnerable and still be strong strong at the same time Mm -hmm. and I think that's a really important thing to to know that's very important for people to learn yeah and that's part of that experience thing all Mm -hmm. this is weaving together and (laughs) a big part of it is that self-awareness too and I I don't I don't know about you like but I've spent a lot of time alone I've gotten to know who I am Mm -hmm. I think that's really important for everybody but because I know myself so well I can say things like that like I'm snapping at this person, I'm probably hungry. Yeah. Or, you know, we, you know, when our behaviors are not the best or not, maybe not what we want them to be in that moment, but can identify why and then explain it or just like, oh, okay, sorry about that. Like, I just need to eat, you know, let me, let's readdress this. Or sometimes Melissa and I do this in emails. It's like, I don't need to respond to this right now. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, like, yeah. because, you know, we're dealing I've with something else. i too. Yeah. Like, I, my brain is here doing this thing. It's like, I'm going to come back to this in a few minutes or whatever it is, you know, just to handle situations better. But knowing that self and, and being aware of your strengths and maybe your shortcomings and being okay with that, it's something I'm working on or, you know, being able to turn it around when you, when you're able. I think that comes into play a lot. Yeah. And it's okay to have shortcomings. We don't have to mm-hmm. find all our shortcomings and fix them all. Like the fact that I'm not really a, a nice, coherent human before I've had a, even one sip of coffee in the morning is just me and my chemical makeup. I'm not yeah. going to go work on fixing that. Sorry, folks. Right. Um, but <laughs> just you don't know, talk to her before she's there. There are other things that you, that you, uh, might want to work on that you discover yeah. about yourself. So, but that's all part of confidence and I think making more regular choices about how we handle things with ourselves and our environments. And And it comes back to experience, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like life is about a lot of trial and error, trying different things on for size, figuring out how to work through certain situations in different ways and in better ways to improve the process. Um, But I know for me too on confidence, uh, I think that internal dialogue of I really, I tell people all the time, you've got this, you know, and sometimes that, that little, you know, hey girl, you got this, you're going to do this. But having the power to be able to do that inside yourself, for yourself. Like, I literally will be Melissa Motes, you got this. Mm-hmm. You really, you've got this. You know what's going on. You've got this. You've got this. And inside, you know, it's like 
You ever been on a roller coaster where you're like, you're going up, you're going up. It's like, dick, 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 dick. You get to the top and you're like, it's about to happen. <laughs> and you're having that moment. I'm like, you got this, Melissa Motes. But that's, we have all those scary moments in life. It could be going into a job interview or mm -hmm. it could be, um, I'm trying to think of some of the, the big ones for me, landing a really big client and having a session with them. And it's like, I'm so excited about it. Maybe it's not even that I'm scared or fearful, but it's just like, it's a big moment. And, but being able to like channel that adrenaline or that self doubt to like flip it in a way that you can use it to your best advantage. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. To like use it as that shot in the arm. But anyway. So, so how confident are you feeling about being our first guest? Um, I feel pretty good now because yes. this has been really fun good. and I feel like all this flows really well because really we didn't good. stop talking for a second. I know, so. there are producer over here holding up signs like, it's Guys, been 45 minutes. Um, Could you... <laughs> can you stop? Um, no, yeah. it's been great. Thank oh, you so okay. much for having me You're and so it's it's an honor and I learned so much from both of you just sitting here today. This has and been awesome. Yeah. I, I didn't even fun. feel like we were energy. really doing a podcast. Exactly. I feel like we were just hanging out. Yeah, and... with some really weird lights. But... <laughs> yeah. Just hanging out. It's like, and you do really have amazing skin. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Look how nice you're Now I have I some confidence. Hey. Give each other confidence, people. Just just do it. It's not hard. It's free. Put the put the love out there, you guys. Yeah. And uh, if you're thinking it, say it. If it's kind and full of love, that's what we think, right? Yeah. 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 It's confidence boosters. They're confidence boosters. Give right? them to yourself. Give them to other people. Heck yeah. Well, anything we do, we want to tell them anything about uh, where they need to go, like to our website or anything. <laughs> they need to go. Tell them where they well, need to go. Uh, if, if you liked us, <laughs> you, can, you can find us at thewomanpreneurpodcast.com. Uh, please subscribe to us on YouTube. YouTube, iTunes. YouTube. I always get iTunes, iTube and YouTube. And YouTube. So, oh, yeah, <laughs> if you're watching us, please subscribe. Subscribe on YouTube. If you're listening, we're on iTunes. Wherever you like to listen to podcasts, we're kind of all over the place now. Yeah, and uh, we would love it if you'd leave us a review. Maybe we're, you've got a nugget from one of the things that we shared today, yeah. uh, or on a you know, previous podcast. We're really grateful you're tuning in. And thank you, Trisha, for being with us. Thank you. So awesome. Good ladies, people. Keep thank listening. You. Good stuff. Woo! Thanks. Thanks for tuning <laughs> in to the Woman's Newer Podcast. Until next time, you've got this.